Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Last time on The End of Time and Other Bothers. Ananka, I don't feel like this was a successful field trip. I am trying to understand why I am seeing what I am seeing. The Oracle's only about five days away. Water, please. And you're going into your sixth or seventh day. Blatt, could you please tell me what's going on? You are possessed by the shattering, and now I'm debating whether or not we leave you in the desert to die. <laughs> what? Your eyes all open at the exact same moment, and you hear a shuffling and a moaning sound. Now is officially the time to panic. I'm in charge. Another zombie grabs your leg. Ah, witchy ah, stick ah. over here to the back of the tent, witchy stick. You cut through two of them and they explode into pieces. Ah. Explain to me how Egerton kills a zombie <laughs> by biting it in the back. I've lifted us upward and now I shall use my bazooka to... Ah. You hear a creaking sound. You see a hut come over the dune, walking awkwardly on four chicken legs, heading right towards you all. Bazooka! No, Blot! No! Blot, for the last time, this is not a threat. Do not bazooka my chicken hut. I have a kill shot! I have a long-distance kill shot. It's a freaky house with the chicken legs, and we're not going to be taken by surprise again. I got the kill shot. Give the word. I give the kill shot. No kill shot, Blood. Fine. If this is your hut, why does it follow you about? Because it's my hut. Oh, well, that's a wonderful explanation. That makes perfect sense, and now I'm totally at ease. Does someone else find the chicken walking hut at all disturbing? Yes. There! Ha! You see? I think it has very pretty legs. I saw what you did to that zombie, and now your opinion doesn't hold water with me. The hut comes to a stop, the chicken legs all flexing, bending, and then lowering it down. So it's just a foot or so off the ground. And the front door opens. That's how it eats you, you know. It just says, hello, I'm a hut, please come in. And then the kitchen eats you or something. I don't know how it works. Do not be afraid, everyone. This is a place of safety for those who I deem it so. You are all my friends. You may all come in. Oh, she called us friends. And I trot along behind her. Ah... The End of Time and Other Bothers, an improvised fantasy role-playing game set in the world of Alba Salix. Your game master is Sean Howard, with players Marisa King, Carter Siddle, and Michael Howie, and special guest Maggie Makar. Episode 9, Journey to the Temple, Part 2. I'm keeping myself locked and loaded because I don't trust... 
architecture that walks about. Do you want to describe what the entry room is? Sure. Basically, it is just one room. There's a sort of bed off to the left-hand side with some hay on top of it, as well as a blanket. Um, There's a bit of a lofty area upstairs as well, just for, you know, whenever she needs to relax and work with her spells. And then to the front is just a giant window. And then on the right-hand side, uh, we have just a very basic kitchen setup for, you know, cooking. So as you step in, Blatt, the last person, the door slams shut and the hut starts to herk and jerk forward in a completely different direction than you were all traveling. And Ananka, this is unusual for the hut to be so animated and it's often of its own mind, but it clearly is doing something here. Why are we moving? Uh, That is a good question. Kura, why are you moving on your own? This is not what we agreed on when I first met you millions of years ago. You are mine. You are not supposed to be moving on your own. <coughs> Gura, where are you taking us? <coughs> I think that is chicken for to the oracle. <coughs> What's the oracle? Why is it a chicken? Why am I still allowing myself to remain here? <laughs> <laughs> because Ananka is not trusting her vision as much. She trusts that and knows somewhere in her heart that her hut is taking her where they're supposed to go because this is basically like a companion to her and goes with her wherever she goes. So trust that it's taking them to the right place. The hut is clearly perturbed about something and moving at a pretty brisk pace. So the hut starts to run and it's a very jerking kind of run. It's sort of hard to stay standing in the hut when it's four chicken legs are all running out of sync with each other. Does this chicken house that is running have seat belts, Ananka? There are no seat belts, but you can feel free to roam around as you wish and trust that you will be safe. I don't feel very safe because it's kind of jumping back and forth and the floor is uneven and there's, you know, hard edges on things that I feel like I'm going to fall on. Maybe grab some hay. Thanks. I grab some hay from the bed and hold it looking around at us. (laughs) Darcy's just pressed herself against a wall as tightly as she can. Lots shifting back and forth wall to wall, just muttering himself, don't trust the house. I don't trust the house. I don't like the house. Don't trust the house. If there's one thing you can trust today, it is my house. It is Kura. She will take us to where we need to go, despite her current demeanor and temperament. (laughs) Question. If this house knew where to go, why did we get lost before in the desert when we were attacked by all those zombies? Where was the house then? The house... It was, I believe it was perhaps helping uh, another possible recruit. So it had to get them to the safe place. And now it is here to help us. That's great. We're the second tier recruits. That's comforting. Blatt, you can put the bazooka away now. We can't use it in close quarters anyway. Just, Just put it away. I would hope that you of all people would realize that the talking angry chicken house is not a normal situation. I will keep myself locked and loaded, thank you. 
Listen, we already left behind a crater where you destroyed the last of those zombies. Let's not make a new one here. Let's just try and relax. Ananka trusts the house. Let's trust the house. Perhaps I don't trust Ananka. Has she given a single vision summary yet that was correct? Not that I'm aware of. Great, so now we're in a giant chicken house. I should feel so much safer about where we are now. <sighs> and the hut has reached escape chicken velocity. So if you've <laughs> ever seen a chicken run at full speed where it sort of flaps its wings and almost flies and then comes down to the ground, it sort of leaps off the next dune and you hear the flapping of wings even though there are no wings and then it hits the sand hard, you all go stumbling and then it's running up the next dune and it reaches the top and it squawks and leaps off the next dune and continues to do that at a high speed. Ananka, I'm, I'm feeling really sick. I'm feeling chicken house sick. Can you do anything about this? You just have to enjoy the ride. <laughs> oh, Kura, this is just like old times. Uh, and <laughs> Darcy falls to the floor and just lays there gripping, gripping the floorboards. I lean down and give Darcy some of the hay I picked from the bed. <laughs> How is this supposed to help me? How is it supposed to hurt? Okay, then. You're welcome. And suddenly, on a dime, the chicken house stops. <laughs> and the kettle boils, and the door opens. There was a kettle boil? <laughs> That's impressive. Out of the chicken house! Getting out of the chicken house now! I will also exit the chicken house. And Ananka has also only now realized that Greg is not in the chicken house. She mm -hmm. does not express this out loud, but is wondering what has happened to Greg. Because the last time she left him, she was pretty sure he was in the chicken house. He was in the hut. You watch the house as it nudges against Ananka, like, like a bit of a rub, and then sort of a little harder, pushing her in a certain direction. This is the way we must go. All right, let's go in the direction of the chicken house. No, I'm sorry. I thought the chicken house wanted her to pet it or something. I... Well, that may be, maybe it wants both, but let's just go in this direction. What, what is this oracle you mentioned, Ananka? Why are we here? So this is Oracle Idris. She is a very old friend of mine. I believe that she will quantify my visions and she will confirm the things I've been seeing. At the very least, she will set Moira's mind at ease. So you are standing on a cart path, and it is green. There is no desert. And you see a sparse forest around you, and the cart path leads in two directions. One towards the chicken hut, which is now menacingly shoving Ananka forward again, and the other way away from the chicken hut. I walk up and start petting the chicken house. It actually coos a little. Like a dove. <laughs> <laughs> Sean cannot do chicken noises. <laughs> you forgot what a chicken sounds like. There are also um, female chickens. You're wondering. <laughs> Thanks. Good to know. See, everybody, it's a nice chicken house. It likes to be pet. I, I'm fine with the chicken house. Let's just follow the chicken house to this oracle. Is that where we're going, Ananka? Indeed, that is where we are going. Hey, Black, come pet the house. I quit saying 
chicken house like this is a regular turn of events. I'm not petting the weird freaky house. It's okay. Ah! It, won't it won't bite you. Well, it might bite you. I don't know anything about it, but... Exactly! Which is why I'm not going to pet it! But I'm petting it. It's not biting me. It's making weird dove noises. It doesn't even know what type of bird it is. Fine. Let's go then. Can you put the bazooka away before it goes off and hurts someone? I did not have the bazooka out yesterday. What happened? Massive zombie attack. The chicken house showed up. We're all like, oh, this is the chicken house. It should be fine. Put your bazooka away. Well, I'm sorry. I'm keeping myself locked and loaded and ready for action. Fine. I'm walking behind you then. Walking behind me. You should walk behind me. Get possessed by some demonic force. You can go ahead and walk behind me. I don't care. Okay, so I assume you're. I assume all of you are you are you also going Egerton or are you yeah, gonna stay no, and pet the chicken I'm, house? I I am following. Okay. So you are following the path, uh, the cart path forward. Uh, Ananka, this feels familiar, like the last time you went to the Oracle. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, Ananka definitely feels clearer. There's a bit more certainty now in her walk. This way, everyone, we are moments away from meeting my old friend. Three hours later. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, sometimes in my head, time is a little jumbled. So three minutes becomes three hours. It's no big deal. We made it. Yay. Three hours later. So if you double the three, it becomes a six. And so, you know, things scramble. So this is definitely, we are, we are here. We are definitely here. Are you sure? I don't see any oracle. Around the bend, you do see a weathered two-story, half barn, half road-weary inn. It sits in a clearing beside the now quite overgrown path. It doesn't look like too many wagons or carts have traveled this path in some time. There's a sign half sort of falling off its hook. So it's hooked by only one hook and it reads the final in. Normally I would be terrified to approach such a foreboding bar tavern inn, but it doesn't have animal legs. So I say we take a pit stop here. What does it mean by final? It only means this is the last place where you can enjoy a half-decent drink or meal before we're eventually murderized. Oh, that sounds nice. No, 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 no. It's the last place you look. What you are looking for is always the last place you look. So, do you think they have, like, drinks and food? You know what? This is something I can clearly see. Well, the Oracle has spoken. The great witchy powers have finally come to the surface. I believe the tavern serves food. Okay, so who goes into the tavern? Ananka leads the way because she's very familiar with this path and yep. she knows what she's doing. Okay. So, Ananka, you you open the door of this tavern and it really squeaks. Like It's like you sort of have to put your shoulder into the door to open it. And inside is a pretty decrepit inn, nothing like you remember. Except the bar is sort of in the same place, but there's a lot of stacked dishes and some broken tables and clearly hasn't been used in some time. This is very strange, not how I remember it. A little bit uh, worse for wear, could use makeover. So she approaches the bar, 
because okay. it's the one thing that looks familiar and similar to what she remembers it looking like. Okay, so you all enter this inn that has chairs stacked on tables. Looks like they've been stacked there for some time. A lot of dust, broken furniture, some old dishes and things stacked on the bar. And Ananka is walking up to the bar. Hello? Anybody here in this creepy, deserted bar? I don't think there's any food. Well, I've got my fairy cakes if we need them. You mean the witch was wrong? <sighs> huh? What's that? Hello? What? You hear someone coming down the stairs. Bazooka! It's already out. I've got two now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, One so- on each shoulder, just in case. <laughs> okay, so Vlad has two bazookas. That's canon now. Okay. <laughs> he looks so proud of himself. <laughs> I broke the game again. You hear a voice from up the stairs. Um, is it... Is it safe to come down? Vlad, put the bazookas away. This might be the oracle. It's safe if you're safe. Are you safe? Do you just run a bar and that's it and nothing else? Bar? What? And this old man starts coming down the stairs. He stops at the bottom of the stairs and pulls out some old glasses and puts them on. Oh, visitors. Visitors. Oh, visitors. Oh, most peculiar. And he starts coming forward to go behind the bar. So you do know you live slash work at a bar, correct? <laughs> Not in some time, young man. Not in some time. Ananka, is this the oracle? Ananka takes a close look, just in case the oracle has somehow shapeshifted in the few years since she's seen the oracle. Uh, no, this is definitely not the oracle. Excuse me, sir. Where are we? Where is Idris? Uh, Idris? The Oracle Idris? The one and only. No one has come asking for the Oracle in many years. Well, we are here today, my friend, and I hope you can help us. We've come a very long way. Uh, all right. Well, uh, let me see if I can find some uh, water, some glasses. And he's, like, picking up, like, empty tankards and sort of dashing out what's in them and trying to fill it from an old water barrel. Okay, I'll get you some water from the road. Thank you, much appreciated. Do you have any Impescor fizzy water? Doesn't even answer. (laughs) Okay, I'll just have regular water. Thank you. Again, Egerton, Impescor is uh, a brand that will not exist for several more centuries. You you don't need to continue asking people in this timeline if you never know. Maybe the emperor also came back in time and set up his uh, lovely Impescor brand that we all have come to appreciate so much. All right. Darcy sidles over to the bar, plonks her sleeping roll and her other equipment on the top. Listen, old man, we're really tired. We've been walking for three hours. No, wait, it was six hours, wasn't it? Six hours. We've been in a battle with zombies. We've been in the desert. We're thirsty. We're hungry. We don't know where we are because apparently Ananka doesn't know where we are. What's going on? Who are you and what is this place? The name's Joe. 
Oh, uh, hi, Joe. I'm Darcy. I'm Egerton. Oh, good to meet you. He puts a dirty tankard in front of you with water in it, Darcy, and he starts filling up a second one. I, I'd make your food, but there's not much. I wasn't expecting visitors. For some time, it seems. Uh, if you don't run this bar anymore, how do you make a living? Do you know of anyone who lives in this area? No. Not much happens since, well, since the Oracle stopped speaking. There haven't been visitors in many years. You're the first in some time. A moment, please. And Darcy turns and looks at Ananka. The Oracle stopped speaking? Shouldn't you have known about this? So she turns to Joe and says, What do you mean the Oracle has stopped speaking? This is the first I've heard of this. Hmm. It's been many, many years now. Um, but again, we don't have many travelers, so maybe news travels slowly. Um, people stopped coming to see the Oracle. I think it was five... No, maybe it was ten or more festivals ago. He puts another dirty tankard up in front of you, Ananka, with some water in it. Starts trying to clean and find a third one. Well, I know she will speak to me. Where is she? Uh, she's still at the, the tree, but the tree is, it looks dead. It's just barely a stump now. I was hoping that was wrong. I was hoping when I saw that it was just... A scrambled version of reality. Saw it with my own eyes. Sort of sad. Hard to get too close with all the pieces that have fallen off. Starts filling up another tankard. Which, what, what pieces fell off and why are they hard to get past? <laughs> is this your first time to see the Oracle? It is my first time to see the Oracle. Where I come from, we don't really have Oracles. And, well, it's been a long time. And it was a really long time. There were zombies in the house with chicken legs. And Blatt had his bazooka. And then he had another bazooka. And it went on really long. And he was saying that there's no one pesky. It is his really first time. Huh. That's pretty apparent. He puts a dirty mug in front of you with oh, some water in it. thank you very much, sir. Okay, I'm sorry. I can't watch this. I worked in food services. Listen, give me those. And I grab all the tankards and I dump the water back down the barrel that's beside him. And I start taking old rags that I find and washing out the tankards and I'm refilling it. And I just push the old man out of the way. This is really unsanitary. You can't run a place like this. You need proper food. You need proper water. We've been going for a long time. Just let me deal with this. And you tell us what happened to the Oracle. And Darcy, quite professionally, I might add, starts uh, pouring in water, handing out tankards, wiping down the bar. That's quite impressive. <laughs> uh, he takes a seat on the other side of the bar. Sorry, since the wife passed, you know, I never really did all this that much. I just, oh, thank you. He takes a, a mug. Um, could you put some of the ale in it from the second barrel? Yeah, absolutely. And Darcy expertly juggles the two uh, uh, tankards and then takes this from the barrel he pointed to and, and uh, slides it down the bar and then slides three more down the bar to Egerton and Blatt and Ananka. There. Be sure to charge them a silver each. That'll be a silver each. I got this covered. Excellent. Uh, the name is Joe Moodless, and uh, it's... Ken, you're the first visitors. Of, I didn't really expect any visitors. I just sort of live upstairs now. I don't really come down here much. The raccoons have sort of taken over this part. And I'm not sitting here any longer. 
I like raccoons. Oh, there's one now. Oh, <gasps> hello, oh, raccoon. He's gone. I'll go find him. No, I, I, I wander <laughs> off after the raccoon. Oh, no. Well, you're you're close. Uh, you know the the tree is only you know a few hours north through the path. Uh, there's no sign anymore, but you'll see the path outside. But um, it's not much of a tree anymore. And Ananka can't wait any longer to figure out why the oracle isn't speaking and would really like to move along in this point of their journey and tries to get Egerton to come back from his raccoon hunt. How? Um, <laughs> Egerton has now run into the kitchen after a raccoon. Ananka calls one of her soul companions, which are random hands that come out of the sky, and it corrals our dear friend Egerton and brings what, him back what, to the what, bar. There is a hand! Okay, so you all see Egerton come floating into the room, a giant hand holding him by the lapels and depositing him back in the room with you. I have questions to ask everybody. <laughs> First, did anyone else see the hand? Second, why was there a giant hand and why did it grab me like that? Third, really, did everyone else see it? Because I think that I may have had fairy cakes and forgot about it. That happens sometimes. I'm a nervous eater. So if someone could please explain what the hand was, I would appreciate that. Raccoon, my little friend, he he left me to the hand. He did not want to get involved. And is, now I'm out here again. Is he going to go on for a long time? It's a yes. little disconcerting. He still. He still. Um, He'll punch I, himself out in a moment. I, I just wish I could... Oh no! Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit down here. Egerton, these are my soul companions. Sometimes when I need them, they will come from the sky, and do what I need them to do. Right now, I needed you to get the hell away from that raccoon so we can go talk to the oracle. You could have just asked. Okay, next time. Okay. The old man just sitting there, looking at all three of you, okay. four of you. Joe, the path is still the same. Yep. Path is still the same. Um, have you noticed any unusual activity around here? Like zombies? Yes, or other evil presences. People with black eyes, perhaps. Have you noticed that? Mostly zombies. Uh, just the slide. The, uh, uh, I'm sorry? The we? The slide. What, what is, per se, the slide? Ah, uh, they wear these robes. They're sort of, I don't know, look like frog sort of people, but they walk around. They call themselves the slod. Are they friendly? They don't seem to be bothering anyone that I've seen. Well, I always like to make new friends. We should go see them. Yes, yes, let's see the frog person cult. No! What we're going to do is spend the night here in the creepy final inn, and then in the morning head off to the dead tree where the oracle won't tell us anything. That sounds like a good plan. Fine. That sounds like a terrible plan, but it's the best plan we have. I, I, I'd make your rooms, but, well, you know, there's no locks on the doors. Just find a room that's not too dirty. I don't know if that's possible, but thank you very much. The room with the red door, that, that's mine. Any other room's fine. So we're sleeping first. I think that's a good idea, just in case we have any other problems. Demotic problems or zombie problems that could have perhaps been solved by giant heads that appear out of nowhere. Yes, let's get ourselves a room apiece. Don't make me call them to slap you. Let's let's get some rest. So Darcy drains the tankard in front of her 
And then I pick up my sleep roll and my other equipment and I march up the stairs. He holds out his hand for the silvers. Do we have any silver on us? Well, Ananka's got it covered, so Ananka pays Joe. Thank you. Thanks, Ananka. So you go upstairs. I go upstairs and I choose a room. And despite my uh, razzing of his bazooka toting, I uh, I sort of feel comforted by having the half demon with the bazookas in the room next to me. So I shout down, uh, Blad, Blad, you should you should take this room next to me. Uh, yeah, this this one here with the green door. I think that'd be a good room for you. Yes, very good. I'll sleep there. Maybe keep your door open just in case you have a nightmare and you need someone to come in and comfort you, you know, something like that. Okay, good night. I'll take the first watch. And I sit down. <laughs> I feel so comforted. Where are you sitting? I sit down in the on the wall between their two doors. Like okay, against in the it. hall. In yeah, the in the hall. Okay. And promptly fall asleep. <laughs> It's the beginning of the middle of the end of time and other bothers. Hey everyone, Sean here with a quick message before we get to the funny part. This week, we wanted to point you to another of our favorite live play podcasts, The Infinite Bad. From the people who brought us Mars Corp and The Bunker, we join a group of everyday misfits caught in a nefarious web of evil beyond their reckoning. While this is definitely a horror live play, the first two seasons were so laugh-out-loud funny that I listed it in my 2017 Best Comedies of the Year. It's a must-listen. Search for The Infinite Bad anywhere you listen to podcasts or visit definitelyhuman.co.uk. Oh, blood! Yes, Sneagle. Oh, there you are, your evil chip. I didn't see you hiding behind the door of your office. I didn't think we were in this episode together today. Oh, oh, I was told to report to you for training, sir. Oh, yes. So I'm going to teach you the most important thing that I learned from my era. Yeah? Oh, wait, wait. Sneagle gonna go get paper. Be right back. There was paper in here. Blood! Yes! <laughs> I'm still in here. You're it's still the same room. Behind the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, okay. most important oh, thing. I need a pencil. I. Be right back! Okay. I was holding a pencil. <laughs> okay, Blood. I'm ready. Okay. The most important thing that a young man must know to yep. work. In my era. Yes. And that is the alphabetization of files. Oh. It's a 26-step system. It's all very easy. Oh, wait. Okay. It's, it's step one. Already. A. A. Okay. Step two. B. Okay. Hold on. No, it's it's just the alphabet. That's that's all it is. It says the oh, alphabet goes in a certain order, oh. and that's the system. So, so step three would be C. That's oh. right. Oh, I gotta I gotta write down step four. Four, 
That's um E no D. <laughs> so we're gonna let him figure this oh, yeah. out. Stefan. If you enjoyed the parts of the show where I don't teach an imp the alphabet, yeah. uh, perhaps you'd like to become one of our Patreon supporters. Go to patreon.com slash albasalix to get early access to episodes. Or what you can also do is use the hashtag other bothers on Twitter to talk about the show. Did you know an N upside down is still an N blend? Yes, oh. talked about that quite often in my era. So please, write and review the show, tell a friend if you like it, and uh, if you know of any more intelligent imps that you could send our way, it would be much appreciated. Okay, I got all 26 steps written down by Now, um, what's next? You just stick files that start with each letter on that letter shelf. Oh, so if I were to take your bazooka, um, where would I put the bazooka? Uh, you see, I'm not actually going to let you touch that. See, the only way for that to appear is yeah. if I were to say it. And the last thing I want you to do is to get access to my bazooka. Oh, what have I done? Oh, hey, little flower! <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, outside! Just, just out, oh, outside! Blatt, you're having a dream. Ooh. There's impascore sugars and pastries. I feel like I'm having the wrong dream. This is someone else's <gasps> dream. Someone that I know quite dearly. And everything's ordered and the filing cabinets are all sorting themselves. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and there's this scent, though, this lovely scent of like a beautiful breakfast. Slowly heating up when your eyes open and you realize you smell the most amazing breakfast being cooked. Well, I don't know whether that's Joe or Darcy who has prepared such a fine repast, but I will certainly take full advantage before we go on another pointless and exceedingly dangerous adventure. So Blatt unfurls his wings from around him, pulls them back. Onto his back. And you are in a beautiful room in, in the inn. Yeah, I didn't notice this when it was dark last night. Actually, I would pay more than a silver a night to stay here. Perhaps we did get a bit of a bonus. Buttons up his shirt. Blatt opens the door to the hall. You see Egerton snoring against the far wall. Oh, when he said first watch, perhaps someone was meant to relieve him. Ah, oh, well. Eggsy! You hear the uh, sound of uh, cooking downstairs. Egerton! Yeah, what? Well, ah! I am defending our homestead against the forces of evil. And how's that going? It, I, there's no evil, so you're welcome. All right, then. Flawless logic. It's time to wake up. There's food cooking downstairs. Perhaps this day will begin not totally sucking. 
So both you ladies, you you wake up to the sounds of talking in the hall. I get up and I I peek my head out the door. The room you're in is beautiful. It is crafted, well tailored. So I I I I bolt out of the room and I say, "We're not in the same place anymore. We've been teleported. Where are we? Where are we? I I didn't go to sleep in this room." And I look at Blatt and Egerton who are staring at me. Is there an evil breakfast being made? Where's the evil cook? There's a breakfast being made. That's really all I'm concerned about at the moment. Usually when crazy stuff happens, we don't at least get a meal out of it. So let's count ourselves lucky thus far. And Ananka, who's been sitting up because she sleeps sitting up, gets up to meet the rest of them and is equally perplexed by the fact that everything suddenly looks so different. Why is it so nice? It was not this nice last night. I thought it was very nice. You think everything's very nice? Not everything. Oh, you apologize to that zombie before you nod on his face. I, it was his back, and he was trying to eat Blatt alive, so I don't feel like you should probably judge me for that. <sighs> and I did feel pretty bad about it. Is this Joe's place still? I just hope that in the past, Joe is a better cook than he appeared to be in the present. Or the future, which was what? our present, which actually is further in our past. Whatever! I'm going to eat something! I hope he uses clean utensils. Orange door at the end of the hall opens, and a younger-looking man steps out and is sort of staring down at himself, quite perplexed. He's dressed similarly to the old man you met, but the clothes are much nicer, put together, sort of a country feel, sort of a nice flannel and some corduroy pants. Egerton, do his eyes look black? They look kind of black. I, no, I think they're just a dark brown. Sure, really? Okay, I'm going to go in for a closer look. And I walk towards him. He looks up at you. He's like, I, I'm alive. Yes, you are. And what color would you call your eyes right now, kind sir? Oh, I don't know. And he runs back into the room to look in the mirror. Oh, they're still brown. They're just brown, everybody. It's okay. We have a brown eye situation. Is it Joe? Joe, is that you? I, I think so. It's Joe, he says, but I don't know if we can trust him. Well, perhaps the breakfast downstairs is being cooked by his wife, who was not around from last night. She was dead. <laughs> I think it might be a sensitive subject for him, though, so you should probably... My wife is dead? I know your wife is most likely downstairs cooking breakfast for us all. But she was dead yesterday. Uh, yes. Joe runs down the stairs. Darling. Trying to tap dance around the D word and you just stop right on it. What is going on? Blatt, get your bazookas ready. And Darcy starts slowly going down the stairs, peeking between the banisters and trying to keep a low profile. You hear now talk and some singing coming from the kitchen, a woman's voice. You hear Joe saying something. There's sounds of cooking going on. Wonderful scents coming up. Cinnamon and chocolate. So Darcy gets to the kitchen and I... I... First of all, when you hit the main floor, yes. this inn is just quite nice. I wouldn't say it's stunning, but... It's a well-put-together inn with standard tables, and everything's clean, and there's some tapestries hanging on the wall. So I'm just weaving my way through the tables going, nope, 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 no, this is not what was here last night. 
And I walk over to the entrance to the kitchen and I peek my head around, expecting to see raccoons. Hello? You see a woman who is just light, is just radiating off of her, and she wears a golden crown and long flowing uh, golden robes, and she is moving from uh, the stove to the pantry and back and laughing and singing, and Joe is just drinking something and laughing and watching her, and, and she just spins and catches your eye, and she's like, there you are! Grab a table, Darcy! I've got it all under control! And I'm quite mesmerized by the light that's emanating from this woman, so I slowly shuffle in and take a seat, and I'm still staring at her in awe. I made the table right here in the kitchen for all of you. And she puts down a bowl of oatmeal that has cinnamon and chocolate in it, and she dashes away to the stove. And Joe is just watching her enraptured. I come down the stairs next. Okay. Blatt, you should come see what their overnight cleaning crew did. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> Blatt comes downstairs, looks about, very impressed by how nice the inn is. Not at all surprised that they've somehow gone back in time because that's just their lives now. Mm-hmm. No, my friend, I don't think this is a cleaning crew that did this. I think once again, we've slipped backwards in time. What do you mean once again? This time, though, I think perhaps we've only gone back eh, 30, perhaps 40 years, so in the grand scale of things, not too badly. Is that oatmeal that I smell? Lovely! Ananka, you're coming down? Ananka comes down the stairs, and yes, she feels like she's not as shocked by the fact that they've slipped back through time, because it's very common for her to do this. It's just she didn't choose to do this, but it just happened, so... So all three of you walk into the kitchen and you see Darcy's sort of just blinking and staring at her bowl and this woman who is gleaming light and is wearing a gleaming crown in a set of golden robes is moving around the kitchen and putting down other bowls on the table and utensils and sort of tousling Joe's hair every once in a while and gestures at you all, please, please, please eat. You've been on the road a long time. Well... Give or take. Mrs. Joe might be an oracle? She laughs, and it's sort of a song when she laughs. She says, you may call me Celine. Hello, Celine. Um, You're not what I was expecting from an innkeeper's wife. Oh, I'm not an innkeeper's wife. Oh, no, of course not. Why would you? You're merely in an inn serving us breakfast. How best would you describe yourself, Celine? (laughs) She laughs. I'm the goddess of the moon, of course. Please, of course you are the goddess of the moon. Why wouldn't you be? Would you like extra chocolate with that? I would absolutely love that. That would be spectacular. I'll take my bowl over here while silently scream into the corner. Very well. And she brings over some extra chocolate for you. I, too, would like extra chocolate. Oh, but I made something special for you, Egerton, being as you're one of the fae. And she slides this pile of cakes over towards you, whereas everyone else has oatmeal. Thank you. I like cakes. 
and I start digging into the cakes. They are unbelievable. Oh, you really care so much. No, no, no. Can't tell my secrets. <gasps> and I keep eating. She tousles Egerton's hair. <laughs> so I like to think I might have a way with goddesses now. So I say, oh, Celine, goddess of the moon. Yes. Uh, I she puts it. a finger right on your lips. You are very charming, Darcy, but you worship another. Well, worship is a is a strong word, um, but I'm interested in other goddesses. I'm really interested to know why you would appear here in this inn where Joe is thirty years younger. I want to say <laughs> she laughs, <laughs> and then everything gets really dark in the room. She's like, "Because I am being spited." Oh wait, let's keep this. Let's keep this pleasant, and everything gets lighter again. And she starts going back to cooking, and I just start eating my oatmeal mechanically. And Ananka is also eating her oatmeal, trying to figure out exactly what is happening. Because, again, her sight is quite unreliable and she can't really understand why this is happening. Did anyone else notice it get really dark just now? She goes, shush, shush, shush. It's all good. Enjoy. Oh, they're very they're very good cakes, but it got dark and it's light outside, so I don't know why it would get dark like that. Yeah, what? That's enough. Okay, I'm just trying to solve the mystery of the dark room. And what? Oh, fine. I'm going to just sit. No, Lot takes a spoonful of his yogurt and lobs it at Egerton's head. Oh. What did you get yogurt? Yeah, when did you get yogurt? <laughs> oh, I would kill for some Greek yogurt Okay, right she puts some yogurt in front oh. of you. <laughs> Thank you. So we don't have a, a lot of time. Who has questions? I Good, because I have some things that I want to say. So... I believe you are trying to reach the oracle? That is correct. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't have much time. I really shouldn't be here during the day, as I'm sure you know. But I need you to do something about what they're doing. The room gets dark again. That's the dark room thing I was talking about before. And Ananka is unfazed by this because she's encountered such beings before. Clearly. And asks, what do you need us to do? I don't know. Everything is corrupted. Everything. Oh, excuse my manners. Everything is corrupted. Nothing can be trusted. I have sensed this too. There has been darkness in my visions, and things I thought were safe are no longer safe. I need to understand why this is happening. I'm having trouble. This is not usually what happens. I have usually have no trouble seeing what I need to see. And she looks around pensively because she doesn't want anyone to really have an idea that she's kind of doubting her abilities. The goddess laughs. (laughs) Well, us goddesses are not having that problem. That would be insane. We are gods and goddesses. The old one is waking. She's playing games. Um, frog cult? Oh, The frogs! You want to talk about the frogs! I don't need to talk about the frogs. Oh, the wardens of the new moon, they call themselves. They are not related to me. They are not related to the moon at all. They are evil. Evil. They walk with the old one herself. When did this start happening? I'm not sure. Our plan, our timeline. I care not for your timeline! The room gets dark again. The world is out of balance. Partly because of your meddling. 
you are here, and you are traveling to see the Oracle, which just happens to be the temple of the old one. So, 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 perhaps you could just tie it all up in a pretty bow. What happened to Roderick the raccoon I met? He was very friendly, and then those hands came and took me away, and I couldn't play with him anymore. I'll return you to Roderick shortly. Thank you. And Ananka's quite annoyed by the goddess's attitude because she resents the meddling accusation, even though she knows that she's technically meddling a little bit. Excuse me, moon goddess? Yes. Are you trying to say that there's someone at the oracle that you don't like and you need help disposing of? Like a goddess needs the help of mortals. Please! I'm simply saying that you're in an opportune time for the balance to shift. I don't really understand all the balance stuff. We were just supposed to come here for the Oracle. Is the Oracle still at the Oracle place? Yes. Oh, well, well, that's good. We thought she was dead. Nope, not dead. Is she speaking? No, not speaking at all. Is that because of the old one? Yes. Oh, I think I'm getting this. I think I need to slow down for you mortals. A little bit, a little bit. I resent that. Could Good. I have some more chocolate to go with my favorite? No! Okay. <laughs> so we go to the Oracle who is being kept prisoner by this old one you're talking about, and we free the Oracle, right? Is that what you're talking about? I give up. Well, good luck to you no, all. Wait, but I like chocolate. No. And the room just resets and all the food is gone. Oh. And it's cobwebs and no fire. And you hear a chariot lifting off outside and heading off into the sky. One of them sky chariots are outside. Is Joe old again? Yeah, you don't see Joe. Oh. Oh. Flat runs upstairs and knocks on the red door. Joe? There's no answer. Oh, Joe. Flat slowly opens the door. You see a room that's actually kept quite perfect from where it was. And you see a bunch of tapestries, like too many all on the walls, as if all the tapestries from downstairs were all put up here, but they're old and dusty. And you see a skeleton laying on the bed. All right. Flat slowly closes the door again. Walks downstairs to see the others. Flat, did you did you wake Joe? Was he up there? Yes, Joe was up there and said that this is something that sometimes happens and all we need to do is go to the Oracle place and investigate for ourselves. Joe is just an old man who wants us to take care of this problem. Wow. Oh, well, okay. I guess he must know something then. Yep. Good old Joe. So, have we all had our fill with imaginary oatmeal and yogurt? Yes. Excellent. <laughs> so, off we go to a several-hour journey to the oracle who's being held by the old one. So they... As they were assured by Joe that the path is still the same, follow the path to okay. the Oracle. So you exit outside the inn. And as you all step out into the, the morning light, you see that there is the chicken hut. 
sitting outside the inn. Hi, Chicken Hut. It sidles over towards Egerton and leans into you. I give it a good stroke along the side. I suppose we'll save time if we travel in this ridiculous domicile. And the door opens, and Darcy and Blatt, you see the Minotaur standing in the doorway. It's the Minotaur! I'll handle this! Bazooka! <laughs> Would you put away that goddamn bazooka? Grishka, Greg, oh my god, where did you go? I'm sorry, Nanka. I had to do something. And he steps out of the chicken hut and starts approaching you all. The last time I met this minotaur, he bagged and tagged and roofied me, and I wound up in this ridiculous era. He nods to you, Blatt, and turns to Darcy. Darcy, it's good to see you, mate. Thank you. How are you? I'm fine. I'm sorry for what I had to do, but I'm glad I saved you both. And you too, little one. Who who are you? And he turns to Ananka. Ananka, you have to come with me. I will follow wherever you need me to go, Greg. No, you don't understand. I'm the one who told the Shattering. And Ananka just looks like she's been stabbed in the back five million times. I'll explain. I'm trying to fix it. She's speechless. I feel perfectly justified in calling for my soul weapon. He is responsible for the Shattering! He is the reason why I'm here, beside a chicken house, and not at some future point in time, sleeping in my orthopedic bed. Blood, he might be the only one who knows how to get us out of here. Just be quiet for a minute. Ananka, you have to come with me. We only have a small window to fix this. Why should I ever trust you again? I saved you. I tried to help you. This is all because of you. It's not. It's because of what they tried to do. They tried to destroy everything, not me, Ananka. I made a mistake. What's a pretty big one, Craig? I know. We have to fix it. I know. You have to come with me. But someone needs to reach the Oracle. We have to make a decision. So Ananka turns to all three of her companions and hopes one of them speaks up and is happy to take on the task. Uh, I'm sorry, am I understanding this correctly? Y you are going with the Minotaur and leaving us here? Not all of you. Just one has to go. We can't abandon this part of our mission. Hmm, let's see. What do I want to do? Go with my kidnapper? Or perhaps moving forward and solving this old moon goddess Selene Idris situation? I choose Idris! You can't go to the Oracle alone. No one can go there alone. We don't know what waits there. 
I still have questions. Why? He put you in a bag what? and he put you in this era. That's why you're here, okay? That's who the Manator is. Oh. Darcy, I feel there is something magical in you. I feel she will recognize this. And you are the one with the most chance for her speaking again. Gee, no pressure. Well, what do you think, Mr. Minotaur? Am I supposed to go to the Oracle? Do you know anything? I'm afraid I made a lot of this mess, Darcy. I'm I'm not sure. I'm just trying to do the right thing. <sighs> I need Ananka to come with me, but someone has to reach the Oracle. Fine. Blatt and I will go to the Oracle. Egerton, are you coming to the Oracle? Why is everyone looking at me like that? Um, there may be strength in numbers. Okay, I'll I'll go with Blatt and Darcy because they've got bazookas, and uh, I I'll go with them. Good, because I wouldn't trust him with you. I barely trust him with myself. I'd rather walk with the devil myself than have you three face it with him. Well, that settles it then. So Greg gets back into the chicken hut. My three, I have faith in you. I know you will make it. This is what you have been waiting for. This is what you have been training for. Please go and take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. It's okay. With me in charge, nothing bad could possibly happen. One of us is actually in charge, right? I don't know. Let's go forth, Team Fairy! Ananka reluctantly enters the hut and goes with Greg. The door closes and the hut starts running off down the road. I feel like there's a lot there that's remained unsaid. She just left us here. In the middle of nowhere. With an oracle and an old one and a goddess of the moon and a frog cult. Don't forget about Joe. He seemed pretty nice. And Egerton is our leader. I don't have a good feeling about this. Well, I'd say we would be better off with Ananka, but all we usually get is, I'm sorry, I don't know why this isn't working. So really, we're no worse off. We don't have a chicken house. So frankly, I think we're ahead of the game. Now, let's walk for several hours so we're good and exhausted before we actually meet anything of any import. Hey, Blatt. Yes, Egerton. Which came first, the chicken house <laughs> or Ananka? Well, what will really blend your brain is where did the chicken house come from? <gasps> Was there an egg house? Maybe it was just an egg apartment. <laughs> now you've blended my brain. Okay, I'm the new leader. Let's go. The End of Time and Other Bothers, an improvised fantasy role-playing game set in the world of Alba Salix. Your game master is Sean Howard, with Carter Siddle as Blatt, Michael Howie as Egerton, Marisa King as Darcy, and special guest Maggie Makar as Ananka. Dialogue editing and transcription by Michael Howie. Additional material and sound design by Eli McElveen. Story consultant, Laura Packer. Game consultant, Stephen Smith. 
Join our Patreon for weekly bonus content, access to our Discord server, and lots more. You'll find it all at otherfathers.com. We start in the desert, and the four adventurers are sitting around a giant, what'd you call it? (laughs) Turd? What are we talking about? (laughs) There's our outtake. (laughs) You said you wanted to open them sitting around. Oh, a giant crater. Thank you. The Fable and Folly Network where fiction producers flourish. Hi, we're the narrators of Midst. What's Midst? It's very simple. It's a weird, surrealist, fourth-wall-breaking, reality-bending, science-fantasy space western about a small, doomed planet floating in a cosmic ocean of spooky darkness. Upon whose alien landscape, an ensemble cast of characters, including a crotchety outlaw, a freakishly virtuous cultist, and a diabolical businessman, make awful decisions and fight like hell to survive when the moon falls out of the sky and a large number of terrible things happen in rapid succession. It's exciting, it's funny, it's scary. It's got neat sound, weird music, amazing visuals, and every episode comes with bonus content you can read and examine. Midst is performed solely by yours truly as the three of us narrate all the action, play all of the characters, and bend a lot of the rules about how telling stories is normally supposed to work. Midst is pretty fun, very strange, and it feels like VR for your brain. We believe you'll enjoy it, or maybe you won't, but there's really only one way to find out. You're going to have to listen to Midst. Midst.